My goodness. Oh, well, hello and welcome to Get Wood. My name is Jess Wood, and I'm so excited to talk to you about all the things that people wrote in about. First and foremost, polygamy. Ah! Um, I had two boyfriends for about four years, but as I like to say, both of them together did not add up to one full boyfriend. Hey, let's start the show, shall we? <laughs> you want to sing a little bit? I always love to sing to get it started. Bam! And you say, God damn, this is a dope jam. What up, Brett? I'm broad. Sing it along. I'm broad. Dibby, sing it. I'm broader than Broadway. Come on, girl, you know it. Yes, I'm broad. Said I'm broad. Said I'm broader than Broadway. And I'm always diddling, diddling, diddling myself. And it feels so good. Your sauce will mix with ours and we'll make a good goulash, baby. Oh, yeah. What time is it? It's time for Get Wood with your pal, Jess Wood. Hello, and hello and hi. Yes, I did ask, I solicited for topics this week because I felt like I didn't, I mean, sometimes I feel like I don't have a lot of notes in my little bookie that I keep for my Get Wood notebook. And uh, I actually did have a lot of notes this week when I looked back, but I will talk about a few things that came in Hot on, hot off the wire. Oh uh, yes, we have uh, multiple things to speak about, and very exciting, very exciting indeed. Polygamy being one of them, as I mentioned earlier. I also have a few reviews for you for some shit that I watched this week, and um, finally, but not finally, I really, really need to say thank you and so much love, so much delightfulness to my pals over at the BS Show. Buck, Dangerous, and Six. Oh, shit, did I have fun with those two dudes. Oh, my goodness, did we have fun. Let me tell you, it's rare that we all get to find people that we really connect with. And that's why I love you. We have a connection, you and me, you out there, me and hair. Um, I really just want to check in right quick and say a... um. Big, I'm sending like so, I'm sending like, I sound so uh, California sometimes. I'm sending a lot of love to Haiti, a lot of love to Afghanistan. I just can't go on with the show and act like everything's just great. Like the world's just fine, you guys. Let's talk about polygamy. (laughs) I have to mention at least a little bit of a current event. I mean, I can't, this isn't a news show, obviously, but I would just like to send some love out there. Uh, yeah, major shit going on in the world. And I'm hoping that everyone is feeling okay today. I know we can only take it like a moment at a time. You know how the alcoholics say one day at a time? I like to say one moment at a time, please. Because even a full day, you're like, oh, do I have the pressure of making this a good day? (laughs) Can I just have like a good moment, you know? So let's, let's all cheer for good moments. Yeah. Ooh, coffee tongue. Anyway, I uh, I wanted to just say how much I loved being with Buck Dangerous and Six. You can listen to Buck 
on the radio if you're in Albuquerque or surrounding areas on 101.3, the hustle. Ow, get down on that hustle. Yeah, so if you have a radio nearby and you're in Albuquerque or nearby surrounding areas, tune in to, from 12 to 3 on 101.3, the hustle. Give my baby buck D a little love. And what a great time, though, to be able to connect with people who really do connect on the same levels and, and really, like, the same nastiness, the same, you know. I mean, I had talked about Cuomo last week a little. Excuse me. I have a fucking hair in my eyeball. Okay, there it is. Thanks. Thanks for being patient. Oh. I talked about Mr. Cuomo last week, and everything that I said wound up in a meme. I don't mean to be, I don't meme to be uh, conceited, but your girl here, she's got her, my finger is on the pulse. Okay, so the pulse is my clitoris. Whatever, you guys. Judgers. Uh, so, yeah, big old shout to uh, and love to Buck and Six. Um, and they were like, and you know, it's interesting with men. I am going to, I am going to make it sex, uh, sexist. Uh, it's interesting with men. I'm going to gender, I'm going to gender generalize. I'm going to genderalize. Is that a word? It is now. Genderalizing speaking. I will say that a lot of times with men, especially in comedy, when you, uh, are a good performer, you know, entertainer, your pal here, Jess, uh, podcasting, comedy, storytelling, all the shit that I kill when I go. Yes. Let's all speak of ourselves like that, shall we? Thank you. And men, a lot of times, straight white fellows, I'm looking at you guys. I don't know if there's any out there. And um, and they will say shit like, wow, that was really good for a woman. You're like the best woman we've ever had on here. For a woman, I think you were hilarious. Oh, you're really the best woman we've ever, you know what? Fuck you. Am I a good comic? That's all that usually you, <clears throat> that's all I'm thinking about. Am I a good comic? Am I a good performer? Am I keeping you entertained? Yes. Yes. And motherfucking yes. And am I a good fuck? Yes. Oh my God. Just throw that in. Will you? I told you I was very sad when the doctor asked me who my sexual partners were. And I was like, <laughs> nobody. Um, I will say though, uh, going on seven months of no sex is wow i've never gone okay this is going to sound horribly conceited again because i (laughs) conceited no it's because i have really low standards is that i am not used to going seven months without fucking someone because my standards are really low and when the guy who lives in the van tells you to lower your standards that's a red there's like 17 red flags right there 17 goddamn red flags okay so just it's nice to sit with yourself and diddle away, you know, if you need, and what am I missing? Yes, I miss, uh, do I miss, yes, I won't tell you that I miss sucking dicks, because I don't want to get more dick pics, I don't ask you for dick pics, you gorgeous men, you, I don't, I don't ask for any, and you're like, hey, want to check this out, and then I, I had this happen this week, where a guy was like, hey, check this out, and then there was a photo underneath that, and I wrote back, I didn't even look at the photo, I wrote back, if that is your dick, I'm out of here, bro, especially if it's not creative. Stop putting your game your game controller next to your cock. It doesn't look creative. It's not a good time for me. I'm just like, yeah, another gamer. Like, all you do is game and, and touch your dicky. Dicky! Uh, anyway, <laughs> well, all I do is watch documentaries, apparently, and touch my vagina. So who am I to talk, really? Let's not be so judgmental, okay, Jessica? It's hard. I was raised by very judgy people. 
Um, my mom even, I remember my mom when I was like, can I have underwear? When I was like seven or eight. And she goes, Jesse, don't be so uptight, honey. Uptight? I'm trying to get my vagina covered from all you fucking weirdo perverts. But okay, I'll be cool. And that's how come I've never gone seven months without having sex. Because I thought if you were having sex with me, that means I am a fuller house. I am a fuller person. I am, a, you know, I've come correct now. I'm actually a lady that allow, is allowed to live in the world if you want to fuck me. That's how sad it is for women. We're raised with this idea in our head, like, just be fuckable, just be fuckable, just be fuckable. You know what I mean? And it's such a, uh, and I'm growing out of that. Do you understand what I'm saying here? I'm growing out. I mean, uh, I, I want to say ladies, will always be fuckable. But in this idea, a society idea, fuck them. Look at who the, look at the bitches that are getting older that are still so hot. I don't know, J-Lo for one. I mean, come on. I also like that she's back with Ben. (laughs) Does that matter to anybody out there? Okay, so let's talk about the topics that I got uh, because I already thanked my, hi, mama. That's my fairy godmama in there. Um, I want to talk about uh, polyamory first. I'm taking my first. Thank you, Jason, for the for the topic. I will thank my my love, Jason. And um, as I as I said in the beginning of the show, I did have two boyfriends. They both knew about one another for four years. I carried on with one was there, one wasn't. One was sleeping in the stairwell. One was sleeping in his van. As I said, low standards. Uh, but I. Uh, I did have both of them, and I don't know if they had others. I imagine they did. I mean, they were gorgeous, very handsome, homeless young men. And uh, the handsome homeless, they get me every time, you guys. That's why I can't even catch eyes with people here in the street. I'll be driving, at a, and I'll stop at a red light, and there'll be like a hot fucking mess of a man uh or a young young uh well you know illegal legal age and uh and and he and i catch eyes and he immediately i know he knows that i like a homeless okay so i have to just stop just do not engage dne dne do not engage do not engage anyhow polygamy it's a thing uh utah actually utah give me two uh utah actually just decriminalized polygamy that's right they the mormons are uh, they're all about it about it but let me just say let's just back it up a little let's just back up those those multiple wives for your uh lazy ass dick like i can't imagine there's a dick that works for five wives do you know what i mean i don't mean to be rude well i do mean to be rude but let's just be honest here could you imagine Dude, I, I don't know. I think it worked. Okay, so polygamy is the men with a bunch of wives. But let's talk about, for a second, polyandry. Polyandry? Oh, what's that, Jess? We never hear about that. What could that mean? Women with multiple husbands. You know why we don't hear about it? Because America frowns on it. Do you think Utah would be... Utah, give me two. I can't help but say that every time I am talking about Utah... I cannot help but quote point break Utah. Give me two. I am an FBI agent. If you haven't seen the original, get out there. Um, so anyway, so uh, what is uh? I can barely remember what it is. I have to look at what it says. Polyandry. Well, that's when women have multiple husbands. Why doesn't that show up in Utah? Because 
the Mormons don't really believe in that. They believe in polygamy with the men with all the wives. They're like, yeah, I'm going to give me some five pussies. Like, uh-uh. I would like five cocks, five cocks, one to take me to dinner, one to herd the sheeps, one to help me sleeps, and one to shut the fuck up. Hey, fix my stuff, change my light bulbs. What else can I think of a man to do? Eat that poussoir. And, um, hey, salut, salut. Uh, Melanani? Hi, cutie pie. Uh, yes, so I think... Excuse me, it shouldn't just be in Tibet and India where women get to marry multiple husbands. And again, it's it's because they're marrying multiple husbands to help them herd their fucking sheep. So really, it seems like you need a little dough. Also, if you're a lady who's marrying a, a few men, you probably have a little cashola. And these guys lived in a van or in your st- stairwell. And one of them was like, hey, I can herd sheep really well. Let me help you with your shit. You can marry me, marry another dude, and I'm down. So I'm like, hell yeah. I like to be, yeah, okay. Let's read what the comments are here. Okay. (laughs) Miss Tibby, I am not spiritually evolved enough to be okay with sharing my guy with someone else. I hear you, friend. I also felt like I was like that uh, in Los Angeles, I didn't want to hear about the men who I was with, who were with other women. Unfortunately, I had to a couple of times because as you guys know, the pirate, AKA the wolf, AKA, um, he was, (coughs) he was out there just fucking like a, like a jackrabbit. He was a Lyft driver and he actually fucked one of his fares in his car. Now, how did I find this out? I got into the car. He was dumb enough to invite me into the car later that evening, having not cleaned up after himself in the said car. So I get into the passenger seat. I look at the windshield and I'm like, hey, are those toe marks from a chick's feet? Are you, did you fuck someone in here? And he was like, she had great energy. Like he never would lie, which I guess is nice, but it's also, come on, bro. Just lie to me a lip to save my feelings for Christ's sake. So anyway, I didn't, I didn't really have time to be jealous, uh, to expend all that energy on being jealous about his shit because I was also involved in another with another guy, you know, Laundro, which I loved. One of my favorite things about Buck and Six is that they really got excited when I talked about Laundro and they were like, Laundro, Laundro. Like they just want, and Buck said he's going to say Laundro all week long. Laundro, Laundro, Laundro. And so I fucking love that so much. <laughs> Hi, Lizzie. Um, also, uh, also, if I had a bunch of husbands, I would have, oh my God, I would have a house built on some sort of property that I could find. I would have uh, axe throwing contests. I've had lumberjack uh, rolls. I don't care if you've never cut a tree down. I don't care if you're from the middle of the city. I'm going to make you cut a motherfucking tree for me. <laughs> That's right. And I'm going to figure out how to get this legalized in uh, polyandry legalized in Utah. Don't you worry about it, friends. Don't you worry. I'm going to get it done. I am. I am. Watch. See, uh, the Christians love uh, poly people. They love it. They're like, yeah, get a bunch of bitches up in this kitchen. That's that's my impression of Christians. Uh, because 
Because why? Because most Christians are out in front of Planned Parenthood holding a fucking sign that says Jesus doesn't want you to do this. And I, I beg to differ, Christians. I'd say Jesus was a hell of a dude and he would love it if whatever the women wanted to do with her body, that she did. You know what I'm saying? Jesus? Jesus was such a much cooler dude than I think people are giving him credit for. I'm saying, though. You own three chainsaws? Okay, here we go. I'm gathering some husbands, everyone. I'm gathering some husbands. Oh, and if you are falling more in love with me as the day goes on, I understand. Uh, I am wearing a necklace of every charm. I pulled every charm out of every necklace or even didn't even have a charm on it. And I sent it to my friend, Melissa, and she was kind enough to string all the charms together. All the charms together. Jesus is your homie. Of course. Oh, my God. You know what I want them to bring back? Remember from the 90s? Uh, we all had those T-shirts, or at least I had <laughs> a T-shirt. Mary is my homegirl. Jesus is my homeboy. It had a picture of them. All cool. Yeah. I, I miss those t-shirts. If anybody finds one of those, can you send me one, please? I'll give you a P.O. box. Yeah. Um, so, okay. On to the next uh, item of business here. I think we've discussed polygamy and all its delightfulness uh, enough. Um, let's talk about a couple of movies that I watched this week. Okay, friends. Now, listen, this is not going to, you're a lot of people are going to give me some shit about this next one, but I will say oh, first, okay, st- stand by just really fast. Can I just talk to you about this roller skate, this roller skate charm I have had for over 25 years. I know it's older than people they're watching. Um, and you know what that means, bitches? I've been skating my whole fucking life. I like that roller skating is trendy now, you know, and I like, it's like I like tattoos are trendy now. Hair dye is trendy now. Like all the things that I got shit for when I was a kid is trendy now. Do you know how I get a little resentful? Really, Jessica, we didn't see it in your face. But I love roller skating, but I have been doing it my whole entire life. I'm not even joking you. I will say this. When I was a child, single digits, I was smoking weed and I was roller skating behind my father's bicycle because he didn't, well, it's my maybe daddy. He's never taken that fucking DNA test and he's such a douche about it. Uh, anyway, I held on to the back of his bicycle while he rode through Hollywood, the streets of Hollywood, and I roller skated. So let's just talk about the, the real OGs, shall we? <laughs> Bitch, you sure do big yourself up a lot. Mm, if I don't, who will? Mm-hmm. And I had some haters this week too, which means I gotta go harder on my love for myself. Yeah, yeah. That's why there's no bra today. Just jiggling away, just tow to tow to tow tow to taze. And I say, come to the, come for the cleavage, stay for the fo- fucking stories. The fucking story. Jessica, calm yourself. I shall not. Uh, another wonderful, 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 wonderful. Uh, topic that I got asked to talk about today from my girl, my girl, my godmother, my gorgeous fairy godmother. She asked me, please, can we talk about spiritual healing? Spiritual healing? How about sexual healing? Uh, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, baby. Stop beating around the bush because the bush was in because it was the 70s. Uh, I want to say spiritual healing here. First and foremost, if you are here right now and you are presently listening to this, watching this, having your feet planted, grounded, you are uh, feeling um, full, you're feeling gratitude, you're feeling, uh, you know, like you're, you're just concreted into the moment. Guess what, kid? 
you're spiritually healing right now. Yeah. Isn't that fun? Like you can just get yourself fucking grounded. You can go take your shoes off and go to the park and watch the doo-doo, but you can stand in the fucking grass and get yourself grounded. And then you're like, Oh shit. You don't need anybody to tell you what you're supposed to do. Like even me, you know, people have accused me of, of being, a. <laughs> hang on. It makes me laugh too hard. People have said to me with a straight face, they've said to me, what do you think you are a guru or something? And I go, why the fuck would I think I was a guru? I say fuck way too much to be a guru, I think. Although I did follow a spiritual path with a man who said fuck a lot. And that was the reason I connected to him so much. But anyhow, I think spiritual healing is your choice. It's whatever you get from like a calmate, a peacefulness. What helps you be peaceful? It doesn't have to be what somebody else tells you to do. Not at all. That's a false guru, my friends. If you're in with somebody who's like, you need to listen to me because I know all about all things. You better get your credit card and get the fuck out of there. Do you know what I'm saying? That's a charlatan, my loves. That's not, nobody knows everything. Now listen, yes, connect to people who have like-mindedness. Yes. Connect with people who make you laugh and feel lighter. Fuck yes. But connecting with people who tell you that you don't know and that they know and that you're not there yet and they'll help you get there. Fuck them. Cause guess what? None of us are anywhere. This is all just a dream anyway. Didn't you know? <laughs> yeah, it's a dream babies. We don't have any fucking thing to do with anything. All the stuff that happens to you that you're like, Oh my God, that's amazing that that happened. I have such good luck. No, you don't. You deserve that. And the universe gifted you with it. And that's the fucking spiritual healing. Yes. Do you have, you know what happens with me? What's spiritual healing for me? When I hear those fucking cicadas outside, and I mean fucking, because they are, they are fucking outside every night in front of my house. They are fucking in back of my house. They are fucking, it's cicada time, babies. And you know what helps me feel spiritual and healed? Listening to nature, watching nature, understanding nature is much, much bigger than us. We got nothing on here. We got nothing on nature. We're lucky we can just get up in the daytime and fucking walk around here and our feet work. I mean, if your feet work and your legs work, how grateful are you that all that works? Do you even remember to be grateful that all that shit works? Well, then there you go. Spiritual healing. That's it, boo-boo. That's it. I mean, and let me tell you something. When I was Googling, because, you know, I'll Google some shit. I want to hear what the internet has to say before I have to say it. And I'll put some things together with what I think. And what I thought was very interesting was when I was going to Google spiritual healing. And the first thing that came up was, wait for it, spiritual adultery. What the fuck is this? That is beware false guru shit. See that? That's getting roped into shit that you think is, it's not, it's not spiritual polygamy. It's okay. It's not, you gotta, you gotta find it in you. Cause at the end of the day, which people say way too much these days, uh, it's just us. We only have us right to, to sit with. And even if you live with someone or you're in a relationship, you're married, whatever, you still have to sit with yourself at the end of the day. And, and I would hope that you felt like you did a good, 
you had a good day. And what kind of day was it? Was it a good day? All right. So I started to tell you that I wasn't going to get a good, people were going to be mad at me for uh, my review of this particular movie that I watched this week, Suicide Squad. That's right. I watched Suicide Squad. I'm a, I'm a, I like the Marvel and DC movies. I like them fine. They're fine. And the pirate was a huge fan. So he used to take me to see them all the time. So I feel like I'm caught up and I know kind of the gist. Not that you really even have to know. It's a fucking comic book with a bunch of adventure hero styles. <clears throat> Excuse me. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Sip of water. Yeah. Suicide Squad. Okay. I'm going to tell you the things I loved about it uh, first. Love, love, loved that there was so much given to Marco Robbie. She was, uh, she kicked ass. She took names. She didn't fuck around. She killed, I mean, spoiler alert, she kills the dude she fucks, which is, you know, it's so Black Widow. It's so kind of sometimes, I wish I did that, you know, um, just let them continue to roam the earth like they are <laughs> with no condoms and no underpants and all that shit. Come on. Anyway, Margot Robbie, what a hero, a heroine. What a delightful uh, thing that they gave her so much to do. And she really did kick a lot of ass. However, <clears throat> you know, it's my love is also my hate. I'm going to tell you right now. She did uh, what was the accent what the fuck was that accent it sounded like Fran Drescher was getting strangled or something like you cannot okay I don't know why 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 did they have her do that accent is that what the is that where Harley Quinn is from like Brooklyn or the Bronx or their Queens or something I don't know enough to know that but just let She's a fucking actress. She had long time to long time. She had study. You could study long time and find a good accent. Just watch Mario Cuomo's fucking. <laughs> I know it. She they filmed this before Cuomo got busted, but <clears throat> good grief! New York is one of the easiest accents to do, and this chick. And so it's really hard for me to watch a movie where the accent is fun funky. So I just had to talk over her the whole time, which is really, what am I doing at my house? I'm screaming at the television. It's, it's okay. I'm here. My neighbors haven't complained yet. It's fine. I'll, I'll be fine. All right. Let's talk about the David, something that I did love the David Geffen documentary. Oh my God. Schneck. Did you watch that shit? Oh my God. All right, so this guy's got the worst reputation ever. Have you heard about David Geffen? He's the guy who, you know, it, most recently he started DreamWorks with Jeffrey Katzenberg and Steven Spielberg and Berg, Berg, Klein, Germ, Berg, Jew. Um, I'm a Jew, so don't get weird. Uh, so David Geffen, this Jewish kid from Brooklyn, completely, uh, you know, dropped out of school, didn't know what he wanted to do. He, didn't, he told his late chick that he was talking to, you know, I got no skills, and she says to him, you should be an agent, which I think is so hilarious. If you work in the industry, you understand what I'm saying. Uh, so Geffen, you know, he lies on his on his application for the mailroom. I'm not going to tell you the whole episode, the whole show, but this motherfucker is 
he I'm so glad that this guy went with his guts. Remember how I, I like to talk about if you have in something in your guts, your instinct, and you go, you know what, I should do that, or I shouldn't do that, or I should get out of this car, or I should get into this car. You know, th- listen to your guts. And when we're present, spiritual healing, when we're present, when we're grounded, when we're in our bodies and we're not in our minds the whole time, we can actually listen to that little piece of our guts. And uh, I always say, trust the guts. And oh my goodness, he is a a genius as far as I'm concerned. He put together Crosby, Stills, Nash, Nash & Young. He got, uh, and and not that like I'm a huge Jackson Brown fan, but like, you know, you think of the songs and the big hits and all this stuff from a long time ago, then all the way up to like Guns N' Roses and Nirvana and... Uh, theater, Broadway theater, fucking Little Shop of Horrors and Dream Girls, and he's responsible for discovering Jennifer Hudson. Like, I'm not giving any of this away. You gotta watch this shit and and see. He is so passionate about how he feels when he feels like something has touched him, where he goes, I don't know. Everybody was so uh, kind of naysaying this idea, and they kept telling me, you go, David, you go record them if you love them so much. And guess what? bunch of people missed out because yeah sometimes you have to take a chance and be that cowboy or that cowgirl that just goes you know what I know no one's never ever seen anything like this before I know no one's ever heard anything like this before but you know what we need this we need this in our lexicon lexicon we need this in our in our we need this right now in our zeitgeist zeitgeist i'm using a lot of words that maybe i don't know that <laughs> real meaning to anyway great documentary i recommend it to everybody <clears throat> fantasy fist fight harley quinn is baby firefly freaky devils okay you're saying way too there's a tip Thank you. She's filling me in on all the things, but I still don't understand all the comic book talk. But anyhow, another documentary before I go, I just I really, really want to say um, this is it's it could be frightening or it could be amazing. It's called Some Kind of Heaven. And it's about a, <laughs> it's about a Florida. It's about the biggest retirement community in America. And it's, of course, it's in Florida. You got the biggest retirement in Florida. And so uh, it goes to this place and it interviews all these uh, seniors and they're they're still alive. Spoiler alert, they still are living. (laughs) Um, But they're, they're dancing, there's singles uh, outings, there's, uh, you know, fucking golf carts, and there's, I mean, it's, they're having a better time than we are. Trust. They are having such a goddamn good time. There's tennis, and swimming, and aquatics, and cheerleading, and all this shit, and you know, uh, you know, there's mad gossip as well. Oh, the biddies, they love the guy. Did you hear? Uh, Evelyn is dating uh, uh, Bruce from uh, uh, 17R. I know. Bruce just lost his wife. It's very sad, but I'm very happy for Eleanor. She was, she was lonesome. Anyway, uh, that's, that movie is whoa because here's the here's the extra little I'll say a little treat that I want to give you and that is there's a man in it who lives in his van that's right because a lot of guys don't ever stop 
looking for that chick that's going to be their fucking golden fucking egg. You know what I mean? This guy is 81 years old. I'm not fucking with you. 81, still living in the van and trying to go and meet women at the swimming pool. He's all like tan and fucking, I don't know, he has some hair, so maybe he's feeling like a real hottie McClotterson. So his whole thing is like, I'm meet me a lady to take care of. I'm looking for chicks, you know, rich chicks. And I th- I'm thinking to myself, my God, sir, you're 81 years old. What in the, he- when are you going to, you can't, how in the, what is going on here? And so what's unfortunate is his, he has the personality of a doorknob. So I thought, well, if this poor guy, you know, he tries, even during the documentary, we get to see him with a lady and see what happens because he's a fuck up. That's what, that's why. And I hate to be so mean. No, I don't. I don't hate to be mean. Get it together. You're 81, grandpa. If you can't figure it out by now, good grief, leave us out of it. Cause he would love to have, be a polygamist. Trust me. But does he have any sec- uh, spiritual healing? Nope. Does he want sexual healing? Yes. Do we all want sexual healing? I'm going to just speak for myself and say, "Mm -hmm." mm-hmm. All right. I didn't get to all of my notes, but I think we had a good time here today. A lot of times I do this and I cannot remember a goddamn thing that I talked about, but you know what I do remember? The love and support that I feel every time I show up here on Tuesday. And I just want to say, I hope you feel it as well. I'm sending you so much love, so much calmate. You know, it's, it's, it's hard to be peaceful right now. It's hard to have a to an understanding of like, what's next? And we don't, we never know what's next. And we've never known. That's the whole thing. That's the trick of this weird matrix that we live in is that they, they act like, you remember in school, they're like, that's going on your permanent record. There is no permanent record. There's just now, right now. And that's it. So whatever you can do to bring yourself peace right now, I am so happy for you. I'm so proud of you. You're doing such a great job in the eyes of madness right now the world is is mad we've gone mad poor mother nature she's having her way with us and and lord knows we don't know our building could collapse a big wave could come let's end with a real downer shall we i'm just saying take advantage of the moment live your best life enjoy yourself whatever you're doing just find those little pleasures, those little pieces of moments of peace. And they come up once in a while in the day and you can go, hey, look at that. I think I just had like a really cool fucking moment of peace where I noticed the uh, that sunlight, the way it dabbled onto the, it, it dappled the leaves onto the ground with that shadow is just stop me in my tracks. I'm lucky I'm in the, the land of enchantment because I do walk outside and I'm blown the fuck away every day, every day. So I have such, I'm overflowing with gratitude right now, y'all. And I just want to pass it on to you. I love you so much. I appreciate you for coming out. I would love it if you shared this with your friends, shared it on your story, told people about it. You know, let's talk about Get Wood. She's something I think we need in the zeitgeist right now. We need a little positivity because it feels so empty without me. Love you guys. Have a great rest of your day. And uh, please just be gentle with yourself. That's all we can really do. Okay. See you next Tuesday.
Remember PayPal, Venmo, Patreon, whatever you're feeling frisky with. But really just a share is fun, free and fun and funky. Love you guys. Bye, bye, bye. I know it's so hard. You hang up. No, you, you hang up first. No, you hang up first. I can't. I just love you.